This is the only time you'll hear my voice during the podcast today because I am crazy busy and stuff, and Cliff and Dylan don't even know I'm doing this. But anyway, I figured I would open the show for you this week with a joke, and I love it. It's my new favorite. If your computer could sing, what would you call it? Adele. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there's no Adam today. It's very sad. He's sick and busy. R.I.P. Yeah, which is a sad, sad thing to be sick and busy, especially when you spend... Is he sick or did he party too hard? I think he... I don't know. He just... He sounds very un-Adam. He's all scratchy and, and sad. His voice so. is a horse. His voice... Of course, of course. <laughs> the voice is a horse. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah, 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 Bojack yeah. is in Adam's throat. Anyway, <laughs> today we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff. Uh, Doomfist. Uh, a bunch of new games that got added to PS Now, uh, a bunch of cool uh, kind of Xbox One X things that we're going to see with Halo and backwards compatibility, uh, Hearthstone, Knights of the Frozen Throne, which I kind of think a Frozen Throne would suck. Like, your butt would be cold Ooh, constantly. Cold. I don't like cold butt. No, no, no. Your I butt's cold enough as it is. I don't like that at all. But like maybe like a chilled throne. Like, there have been a lot of times yeah. where like a, a slightly cooler throne would have been okay. I haven't been in too many cars with the, the chilled seating. Wait, that's a thing? I think so. Oh, yeah. be, I've got heated seats, and I never yeah. use them because why would I? My brother says he like every time you I turn love, on heated seats, heated seats. To me, it just makes you feel like you've wet yourself. It does do that. But... <laughs> and you're cool with that. And we're also talking WWE. out of the ordinary. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking WWE 2K18 on the Switch. Uh, some Castlevania news. Uh, not the game, but the art. The new show. The anime? Anime, yeah. I guess, technically. Uh, we'll talk some Splatoon 2, or Splatoon also. Splatoon, Splatoon 2 also. <laughs> Splatoon 2 as well. And then uh, some Salt Lake Gaming Con that I went to last week. We've got questions. We've got cheap free games. Uh, anyway, we'll get started. So, yeah. Uh, I- Dylan, why don't you why don't you go first? You can tell me what you've been playing. Um, well, I figured out how to save on my NES Classic, which was cool. I never oh. actually saved a game when I was playing it before. <laughs> I just played them. I don't know if it's until fair, you die. It's I, I played it realistically how I, you would have played the game. I think that's a hundred percent fair yeah. because those games are so damn hard. It's real weird though. Um, I do like that I can save, but it's weird how you save because you actually have to like go press the reset button to get out of the game, and then it. You get, it has a little pop-up because you can go back into the game you're just playing, and then you can choose to save it. Like, that's weird. Usually, if you hit the reset button, you would reset your game. That doesn't make any sense That's at why all. I never really figured it out before. Like, I had noticed it, but I never actually tried because I never got too deep into the games. And, like, when I play Mega Man, I can almost beat it in one sitting. That's crazy. Um, but I, I'm almost... Especially since the last time I saw you play it, you could... It was, I was trash. You died like, three times in bad. 20 seconds. But, I, uh, to be fair, uh, the one part that you saw me die on multiple times, because it was... I think it was Heatman's level so, yeah. when they have the the out of sync like platforms appearing yeah, at yeah, random yeah, yeah. times that actually aren't. They're, I mean, they're always the same, but they're not actually constant. It's like do do do. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. I beat that my first try this last time I played, and I was like, <laughs> I don't well, why did you. I? Why did I play like so much garbage? But I'm almost. Uh, I almost finished. That's it awesome. When I uh, I got so that felt felt good. I'm like the last level. Um, so I've beaten all the robots, went through the first, like, three sections of the the final, you go to, like, the robot yeah, island, I yeah, guess. Yeah, 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 um, uh, Played some more Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, I don't know how much Mario Kart, I, we've talked about Mario Kart a bunch, but I was trying to play some of the other, the vehicles. Oh, I sure. I never really like 
like the bikes no. or anything. I usually just play the standard cart. Um, and I figure, I don't know why. Like, they never never feel good to me. I, I did play some, I think this was last week actually, but I played some um, Trials. Have you ever played that? It's like a motorcycle no. racing game. You have a bunch of things, bikes and whatever, but me and my kid loaded it up. And one of the things you can ride as now is a cat with a gun riding on a unicorn. So That's not how this game was it's, in, the, in its first iteration. It was, was it? nothing like that, but it was amazing. That's amazing. Um, I did actually try to play some Breath of the Wild again. Nice. Um, and I was like, where am I? <laughs> um, That's why you need to get the DLC, and then there'll be a little track that'll yeah. tell you exactly where and you I are. I accidentally found my first Korok seed. So <laughs> if, you, if anyone remembers my I challenge to not find one, to. I found one. Yeah. And I was very upset. Um, anyway, yeah, I was kind of lost. Um, I broke some more weapons. It was a good time. <laughs> um, I kind of figured out where I was. I don't know. I, I like it. I should probably try to play it some more. Um, but then I then I put arms back in, nice. which is what I should be doing because that game's just better. I have not played it yet, but um, I watched my kid play it. It looks great. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm starting to get get good. How not, do you feel about the good, like but... motion control aspect of it? Because that was the only thing that really kind of turned me off from it. Like yeah. watching my kid do it. Like I don't want to have to punch things to punch things. Yeah. Um, one, if he's punching, like, if he's throwing fists, like, he's really overworking. Oh, sure. I haven't played with the motion controls very much, but the normal controls work really well. Do you have to, and so you can play it without motion yeah. controls? Yeah, okay. you just use the shoulder buttons, left shoulder uh, button, the left trigger, right trigger are your arms. Because it looked really and, complicated, him, like, using, like, you twist them each way to, like, yeah, move your character. Move, and, and then you just, you can just flick your, flick your hands to punch. Oh, so and it, then... Then there's the jump and dodge button. So oh. it, the controls are very simple, but and but you can do it without flipping yeah, the controller. You, you, you can just you can do just it with do buttons it with yeah, the yeah. controller, or if you're playing handheld. Um, oh, I guess that's I, true. I, yeah, you couldn't really play uh, handheld and and flick your controller. Yeah. So yeah, it looked I'm, fun though. I'm trying to unlock all the different arms for all the different characters because each character only has three to start out with. So you can play with all the arms, but Wait. each character only has. Three. Wait, start. so their arms are removable? Yeah, so you pick them. You pick which ones, which is actually just their gloves, but they're, I, they're called arms. Um, are their hands removable or are they just gloves? That's, that's I don't know. Because if the answer is their hands are removable, like that's real, uh, real creepy. I don't like that. It's, it's a little weird, but because um, there's obviously arms that are better or you like better than the other ones, sure. but that might not, they might not have that with what the character. So you have to play these like little mini games when you use, you play Grand Prix, earn credits, use credits to play the mini game to unlock arms, yeah, yeah. but it's all random. So you do have to grind a bit uh, to really unlock the different arms for the characters. Um, and I have played enough now. I kind of have some characters I like playing nice. um, with their little special abilities. So yeah, I, uh, I, I was very excited coming back. So I was in Utah most of last week, got there on the fourth, came back on Sunday, uh, the ninth. And so I, and my kid had been playing my switch like the entire time I was there and I bought like the deluxe shovel Knight pack and just been watching him play a bunch of stuff. And I was kind of excited about playing some of those things. And unfortunately I left my switch on an airplane um, which makes it really, really hard to to do those things. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm still hoping that Delta will find it, but I'm I'm not 
I'm not really not gonna count. I'm not it. counting on. It. And like my brother pointed out, the worst part about that is if I if I don't get it back, like like first of all, buying a new one is really hard. Like I, you know, my wife's like, just go get a new one. I'm like, I wish you could. That yeah. would be awesome. But uh, you know, like my brother pointed out, I'm gonna have to replay the first five or six hours of Breath of the Wild because those games don't sync anywhere. Like yeah. my save game is trapped on a switch on that a switch is that on a plane somewhere. Yeah, yeah. The silver lining though is when you do get a new one, you'll have two docks. Two docks, yeah. And you'll so, have not have to have spent the eighty dollars. I will only have to spend another three hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> to get my second dock. I think it's worth it. I don't think it is. I would rather like that's a good story and you got a second dock. All right, so enough. yeah. Everybody wins. I think it's it's better because you won't have that that guilt of spending yeah. eighty dollars on a well, new dock. You know, September, October, you know, I'm I'm hoping that like they, you know, they start making more of them just in time for Christmas to kick off. Like maybe there'll be like a weird little lull, like after the summer, where like finally, you know, the early adopters have gotten their switches, and there's actually I can go into a store and buy one. Yeah. And uh, right before Christmas kicks off again, yeah. so I wonder if people are still hunting these. Like, oh yeah, they like, are impossible. Are people still like waiting? Like they were on. I don't know if there are people like waiting at stores anymore, but I mean, they went on sale. Ironically, I almost picked one up because I'm like, oh, I get a second switch, and like I know a bunch of that like one i could just like sell help it to out. them yeah, like cost like out. i wasn't looking to make money but i i know enough people that want one i'm like i yeah. can make someone happy yeah if i saw one i'd probably just yeah. buy it because i i know enough people to do it they went on sale on amazon um you had to be a prime member and this is last week sometime and they sold out in like 15 or 20 minutes that's you so know crazy and so and i mean that's you know not that Prime members are, are, you know, a super subset of people, but, you know, it's it's definitely not every single person in the world has that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, I uh, I played a bunch of games I didn't like this week, which was <laughs> – so I was, I was at Gamescom or this Utah – what was it called? The Salt Lake Gaming Con uh, all last week. I was in Utah. Didn't play much while I was out there because I couldn't get my kid to let my Switch go for more than, you know, time to charge it pretty much. But uh, I when I got back, I, I – first thing I tried actually was Dark Souls 2. Um which I kind of, I want to try a Dark Souls game because I think I'm gonna hate it, but I wanted to find out um, what is this. What thing? is this thing? Yeah, because so many people talk so positively about it, and I'm not far enough into it to hate it yet. I don't think I got it. I got Dark Souls two as part of Humble Bundle last month. I want to say. Um, and so I was excited to get a copy that I didn't. I mean, I obviously paid money for it, but you know, it was like, I guess if you like kind of math it out, it's like two or three bucks. Um, still too much. It's probably still too much. I, mostly, I was shocked at how ugly that game is. Like, it is not graphically impressive. Yeah, you know. And I'm playing it on my PC, which is nice. You know, I had the graphics cranked, and it still is kind of crappy looking. The sound design seemed real off. Like, I, I would hear things coming from places that it didn't seem like things were moving. The like the cutscene looked really good, and then it launched me into the actual game. And like, I had a hard time figuring out how to do anything because the UI is hideous and gives you no clues about what to do. Like, I, it might just be a really bad... I assume that Dark Souls is probably originally a console game that they ported to BC, I would guess. I have no idea. So maybe idea. the port's just bad, too, but, like, literally, I could not figure out what to do. I couldn't really, you know... And it was literally... I just had to hit A again, even though there was no indication that I needed to hit A again. Um, ladies who had kind of bad voice acting and even worse animations and then walked out and was killed by a, like pack of wild dogs so yeah. so far my dark souls 2 experience has not been not been good yeah. but uh yeah, i'm gonna give it like i need to give that game like an hour like maybe an hour and a half to really really see if i'm not gonna like it maybe i'll love it i, I don't think so i though. don't think so it's but, bad i remember 
I don't know which Dark Souls it was, but I remember some of my buddies playing it on console or whatever it was, and I, I didn't, I wasn't really familiar with the, what that game was at that time. And I just remember looking at it, and I was like, "This does not look. I don't, I don't like this. It doesn't look good to me." Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. We'll see. Some games are so pretty now. It's like right. It didn't just didn't but, look. And it's only three years old. It came out in 2014, yeah. and it just did not look good. So I don't know. Um, I played Grow Up too. So we talked about it probably last episode, maybe the episode before. Um, it's one of the games, games with gold, gold games free this month, and and like we had no idea what it was, and so I started playing Grow Up, and it's it's terrible. It's so bad. <laughs> you play as a robot who's like crash landed on this place and you kind of are going out to like get parts of your ship to fix it and go back to, you know, you, you call the ship mom, which is weird too. Um, and have to like get parts of it and, and repair it. And the controls are abysmal. It, you, your robot is supposed to be, I think kind of, I think it's supposed to be cute where he's kind of, he runs really strange and stuff, but it really, it's like controlling a drunk person. Um, he like it plays you know how like the physics on like a mario ice level where you you stop and it keeps running like it does that a ton so you fall off the edge like the number of times i just and it's very vertical though like you spend a lot of time like bouncing on these giant mushrooms to get higher and higher and higher to get to other things and so you like get the edge of one you're like okay i'm here and then you just slide off the edge and crash to the ground you know 300 feet below you and die like the controls are terrible um it's got a kind of a climbing mechanic where you can climb you can climb anything. It's just like Breath of the Wild. But you physically have to push the up button, and then you hit the right trigger to grab on with your right hand, and then you press the left trigger to climb with, you know, to reach out and grab with your left hand, and then you let go with your right, and you actually physically, like, right trigger, left trigger, right trigger, left trigger, right trigger, left trigger, to climb up mountains. It's terrible. So I, I played it for a half hour, and was just like, I'm done. I will never open that game again. It's It's really bad. So... If you hadn't got that yet for the Xbox, like don't don't waste your bandwidth is is what I'm gonna say. It's weird. It's a Ubisoft game too. Like they published it, so you'd think it would be better. But it's a ten dollar Ubisoft game, so maybe that's that's the secret. Yeah. So um, I played a game called Cop Copanito All Star Soccer, which is super fun. It's a PC game. I got it on the Steam sale for like two bucks, three bucks, and it's this silly little cartoony soccer game that plays a lot like kind of like old NES and SNES like sports games um, that, you know, you have power-ups and, you know, all these crazy, like you can, you know, guide your your soccer hit by like hitting B. It'll actually yeah. pull out like a little like indicator, like this is where the ball is going to go. And then you can like add like kind of English and spin to that to like do cool soccer cool. tricky goals. It's hard. Like the, the, the big thing for them is they're like, it looks cartoony, but it's super skill-based and it really is. Like you have to be, you have to get good um, to, to beat, you know, just even the PC on on beginner was was tricky. Um, you had to figure out how the game worked, and it really is fun. But there's no refs in the game either, so like you can slide tackle the hell out of everyone. It's, it's my kind of game. It's really fun. Like I loved. I played it with my kid, and I don't think like playing it two players hard because you, it's hard to anticipate like when you're going to get passed to and that kind of thing. But I think if you played it enough with another player, you could do it. And it's got, I think, both online and, uh, like, we play it couch co-op, but I think you can play it online co-op, too. So, definitely, like, for two or three bucks, if you like soccer and don't want to play FIFA, it's yeah. really, really worth that. Yeah, so. even 
NBA Playgrounds came out, which is kind of like yeah. the new NBA Jam, and it's on Switch and Xbox. And I've been curious to try that. Yeah, for, those, some of those games are just fun. Yeah. Like I, I love. Like I play a lot of the only sports game I play a lot of is FIFA, and it's a very realistic soccer simulator, and it's fun. But I kind of miss those like NBA Jam. jam like and, oh, my head's big and my ball's on fire, and yeah, and the ball's fun. on fire. The ball is on fire. Um, we had uh, one of my buddies in college had uh, like a PS2 yeah. and uh, like NBA Street and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we played that a lot. And it's fun because it's it's just arcadey. Yeah. Um, it's a little more casual than playing I think a that's series. something that really like we don't have enough of is like arcadey yeah. sports games. They're yeah. fun. But what was it? NFL Blitz? Yeah, NFL Blitz. Like, and, I don't have any urge to play Madden, but NFL Blitz was a kick. Yeah. So that stuff's fun. Yeah. I like and it. The, I, there was a baseball one too, I think, that yeah, was kind of. Like, all-star superstar something something yeah. where you could like do like the frozen pitches yeah. and like the super home run where your bat lights on fire and you split the ball into three pieces and yeah, yeah. that's that's fun so. i agree those are good times um finally i also played little nightmares um uh adam actually let me borrow his copy of it and i'm sure he'll let you borrow my, your copy his copy of it when i'm done with it um super fun i'm like maybe well i'm a quarter of the way through it i've beaten the first level and i think it's about a three or four hour game so i probably have two or three hours left of it would be my guess. It's really fun. It's, it's, I want to say spooky because it's not like, I haven't gotten the same vibe from that as I did like a layers of fear or oxen free, but it's definitely like you're a kind of spooky, like inside was where like, why am I here? What's going on? Why do I have to keep killing this little kid over and over and over again? What are these spooky? There's, but there's monsters in it. Like there's some very monstery. There's these little slime creatures that'll like grab you and kill you. And there was this big, octopus creature that i had to hide under a bed from but it's it's all environmental puzzles too so it's you know figuring out how you can pull the switch that turns off the electricity so you can run through a door and then run through the next room before the electricity turns back on because there's another door that's electrified in the next room and you know turning off and on things in certain places so other parts of the the level unlock but there's also just a lot of levels that are just rooms you'll just walk through it and go like oh this place is interesting um apparently there's a bunch of statues you can break that i didn't know about and there's like gnomes that you can rescue that are kind of the like the achievements in the game and i've missed all of them except one so (laughs) i didn't really know they existed until i was five six of the way through the first level so i'll try and catch those in the, the next one but that's a it's a fun game it's 20 bucks which is i don't know a lot of people think 20 bucks for a four hour game is too much but I, I don't know. I've been so into those games lately because you can actually just beat them. You know, you can play for two hours, yeah. three hours and just be done. And that's kind of fun. So, but it's just got the first DLC too. And I have not played it and Adam's not played it, but Kevin who listens, uh, beat it said it was an hour, hour and 15 minutes and he really liked it. And I think there's two or three more. So yeah, cool. I think it's good. Yeah. So that's what we've played. And now it's time for news. It's definitely time for news. Is it news time? Is there news, just one news, news today? Time? News! There we go. <laughs> well, first up, uh, we're finally getting Doomfist in Overwatch, and which it, is super exciting. And it's not played by... by uh, sadly, it's not voiced by Terry Crews. That's how shame. much he wanted to. He voice, really did. Like, how cool would that be? I Maybe, I don't know why they... I think, I, I'm surprised they didn't, I mean, because he wanted it so bad, but also, like, I kind of thought it was actually some sort of, like augmented reality thing they were doing where he was like talking 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 and it was actually going to be him i was actually kind of surprised when it wasn't yeah but you know it, it is what it is because so. like let's be let's be real if they're going to make a overwatch movie like they have to have terry cruz play this totally guy. like totally um anyway 
he's the first true villain, I guess, in really? the, the, the Overwatch uh, universe. But I mean, the Overwatch does have a meta of good guys and bad guys, yeah. right? But a lot of them are shades of gray, like the Reapers and the and the like. Roadhog and Junkrat are like mercenaries, kind of sure. neutral. So there's shades of gray and neutrality, and then there's some good guys. Um, but Doomfist is apparently bad guy. Interesting. Uh, but he looks real fun. Um, his left hand, he has a like a long range projectile weapon, and then his right arm is a big fist <laughs> in which he lunges at you. That's fun. So he's all almost all melee then. Uh, yeah. Well, so I mean, he, I guess it, it, short range melee. I think, yeah, I think he's a more of a shorter ranged character, yeah. but I think the fist is definitely the. And he's only in the PTR right now, he's right? He's in PTR right now. And but, they've already actually nerfed his fist once, yeah. right? So now instead of launching 30 meters, he uh, launches 20 meters. 30 meters? Tw- I mean, 20 meters is still, I mean, 60 feet's a long ways. Yeah. Like, that's... So, yeah, so he's already got nerfed, so he was pretty pretty powerful at first, as characters generally are when they're first put out. Yeah. Is. I think, so I, don't, I don't remember the last time they launched a new character that didn't yeah. get nerfed in yeah, the PTR, so at least... Two or three times. I think so. that's typical of almost any game. Because you don't want to put out a, a character that stinks because no one will want to play yep. it. Oh, this guy sucks. Overpower him. And rather then overpower him. him and then figure out how to reel that back, especially in like a PTR. Yeah, type. that makes sense. Um, and his, his ultimate ability, he like shoots up and does like an orbital strike. So you can oh, target the cool. map and he, and he comes down and uh, drops in. So he's definitely a real hard engage type player. That's cool. So I think that's a... That's an interesting new role, similar to what Winston can do, how he can leap yeah. um, in to engage. So It'll be cool to see um, how he kind of plays. I'll have to hop into the PTR and, and try him out because yeah. it's always fun. I'm, I don't play Overwatch in any way to be competitive. I'm not very good at it, but it's always fun to to try out the new characters and yeah. see how they play. So I'm, I'm really excited for this character. So, so you want to hear my, my favorite bit of, of Overwatch trivia. Did you ever see the show Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? Yeah. Okay, so Blue, mm-hmm. the little blue, blue ghost guy, yeah. he is voiced by the same guy who voices Reaper. Oh, yeah. So die, die, die. <laughs> That's Blue. <laughs> That's so funny. Right? That's great. I enjoy it. All right. You want to talk PS Now? Now. Now. <laughs> PS when? PS now. now. So if you remember, PS Now is the subscription service that uh, you can subscribe to. Uh, I think nowadays it's just if you have a PS4 or a computer. It used to be on a bunch of other things, but they they said no. And I'm kind of wondering if this news is actually the reason they stopped letting you do it on your PS3 and your weird TV, TV and all that stuff. Is that they just released the first, I believe, 20? PS4 titles that you can play on PS Now. So if you subscribe, it's 20 bucks a month, which I still think is kind of expensive. But, I mean, this does give you the opportunity if you don't have a PlayStation and only have not even a gaming piece necessarily, just a PC, you can play PS4 games on them. And some of them are pretty pretty okay. Um, I haven't heard of all of them, but like Broken Age is a really good double fine adventure game if you're into that kind of thing. Um, Castle Storm's cool. Darksiders 2 is supposed to be really good. Um, Dead Nation, Evolve, uh, God of War 3 Remastered, which I just bought and want to play. Yeah. Um, Grim Fandango Remastered, which is, I mean, that's that's like a 20-year-old point-and-click adventure game that's been remastered. So not it's fun, but not super exciting. Um, Killzone Shadowfall, I've not played that. I played the very first Killzone yeah. game. It's, I've I, played up until that one, I think. Killzone 1, I think, was the only game I ever actually really played on my f- original PS3. Yeah. <laughs> um, Supercross, Nidhogg. Have you ever played Nidhogg? 
No. It's the most goofy, like, indie... Like it, it's the most indie of indie games where you're kind of doing this weird like sword fighting. Yeah, it's, it's I know that game. It's cr- and then at the end, like the end goal is to break past your guy and then get eaten by this giant worm thing. <laughs> so weird. It's really strange. It's really fun though. It's kind of addicting in a couch co-op-y kind of way. Um, Saints Row Four Reelected, which is probably my favorite on this list. I love that game so yeah. much. Um, Super Mega Baseball, which I think is actually one of those hey. goofy baseball games. Uh, Tropico Five, which is a like a civilization kind game. of hex strategy game, which I can't imagine is actually good on a console, but maybe. I don't know. Uh, Ultra Street Fighter Four, which is cool. Um, I would. I wonder how well. I, mean, you'd, I can't imagine that multiplayer would work really great when you were streaming against someone who wasn't streaming or maybe was streaming. That there's seems, a lot of connections There's happening. a lot of connections happening there. Maybe it doesn't have multiple. I don't know. I've never played it. And then uh, WWE 2K16, so you can get your wrestling on. Yeah. Is there a 2K17? Yeah. yeah so. And 2K18 is coming out yeah, so in October. So a little bit older so. wrestling game. But, yeah. you know, that's uh, if they kept, if PS4 could kind of keep up that that pace um releasing like the ea access on on xbox it's kind of that same idea where an ea game comes out and then you know a year ish later they go to ea access if if ps4 could i mean not that i guess playstation needs a lot of advantages at this point but that could be a really a really big thing for them especially for people that don't have a ps4 um the ability to you know stream two or three year old ps4 games on uh, you know, to your system is is pretty cool. So, you know, and I mean, obviously, Xbox now has Game Pass to kind of combat that. So it'll be interesting to see, and which is ten dollars cheaper too. But it'll be interesting to see how that works out if they keep adding PS4 games to that lineup. But I mean, with that, I think that that brings up the number of games. Yeah, it actually says right here. So that's five hundred and four PS3 games, uh, along with apparently twenty. 20 new PS4 games. So yeah. 524 games for 20 bucks a month is not nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. I just wish it was 10 or yeah. 15. See, on one level, it sounds good. 500 games for 20 bucks a month sounds like a deal, except you still can only play so many games a month. Right. So you there at some point, you cannot get that much value out of yeah. a subscription like yeah, that. Yeah, that's really true. Um, so that's why something like the Game Pass for $10 a month is a better value. Would, it doesn't matter how many games are out there. Because you you can only play, play, and I feel ten dollars a month is the price that you, is worth paying to say I can play this game library any more than I that. would love to see either of those companies move to a system where you buy Xbox Gold plus Game Pass and it's one hundred and fifty, or PS Plus plus uh, yeah. plus the PlayStation Now for one hundred and fifty, right. and then you just you know you pay them one hundred fifty bucks package, yeah, and, and you get all of them, and it was a yearly cost. Services. I mean, one hundred fifty bucks is a lot of money, and so maybe it's nice to be able to pay for a monthly too. But you yeah. know, or, or give you a. It just seems like that could be some yeah. sort of bundle. You know, you, you pay for that. Break it down though, and say yeah. if you lock it in for the year, you're paying one hundred fifty dollars over yeah. twelve months. Yeah, it'd just be nice to be able to, to do that. Or month. even like, I mean, it would be great if you could just say like, hey, it's a year subscription, you can't cancel it, and you pay. Yeah, you know, thirteen dollars a month instead of you know whatever. But I don't know. It's uh, it's an interesting idea. We'll see see kind of where it goes and see if they keep adding PS4 games to that. But I like the idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the Xbox side of things, this is actually a, a pretty a pretty exciting announcement. Um, just because I think a lot of people were thinking that Halo Five 
or Halo 6 or some sort of Halo was going to get an announce at E3 and they, they literally said nothing about it. And I think people were surprised. But uh, past that, they have announced that for the Xbox One X, you will be able to get uh, Halo 5 in 4K, which should be gorgeous. Um, you know, Halo 5, I've heard the multiplayer is fantastic and that probably will not be 4K still. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, the game itself was a little bit like the story was a little weak. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, you know, and it's it's honestly, it's actually one of the ones I was going to play on Games Pass probably this month. But I think I'm going to hold off a couple now and wait until I can play it in 4K. So, but in addition, you're also going to be able to play Halo Three, Halo Three ODST, Halo Four, and Halo CE Anniversary backwards compatible um, soon. I don't think there's actually a date for those yet. But uh, that's a lot of Halo, and I believe all the multiplayer will work those too. So, yeah. you know, if you're a fan of, you know, Halo 2, Halo, or I'm sorry, Halo 3 or 4 multiplayer, that, uh, that'll be something you'll be able to play. I don't think, I don't think they've released a date yet, but, but soon, probably this summer, early fall would be my guess. So, a little bit of Halo. Halo news for for you Xbox folk. Um, I don't know. I've never been a big Halo fan myself. Um, uh, I played a lot of the multiplayer, and I've played through most of the campaigns, but yeah. I wasn't a Halo fan as much as yeah. the Halo fans were. I played like three quarters of the, the original Halo on my like OG Xbox, and but I'd rented it, so I never finished it. And then I beat I beat that Halo maybe three months ago in the the uh, Halo collection. I don't remember what that was called, the Master Chief collection, um, with my kid uh, co-op. So that was fun. And outside of that, the only other one I think I've ever played is ODST, I want to say, which I played co-op with my brother and didn't like. So, meh. But uh, again, I'm I'm kind of excited about playing Halo Five, even if the story's kind of meh. Yeah. I like shooters, so it's gonna be real pretty. Yeah, four K, right? I mean, it's so they're so pretty, just even without four K. So I think that'll be cool to see. Um, this next thing, I'm not going to talk at all about because I've already made fun of cold chairs, and <laughs> you can you can tell uh, tell me more about Hearthstone. Hearthstone Knights of the Frozen Throne, the new expansion that will be coming for. Uh, for Hearthstone, um, <laughs> is that because it's a Hearthstone extan- expansion? Yeah, yeah, um, and it's cold because it was made by Blizzard. Oh, um, so maybe that's why it's frozen. I don't know, but I think it, this is somehow related to the the wrath of the Lich King. In if you're a World of Warcraft person, oh, so sure. again, these universes are tied together. All so, tied. Um, there's overlap. Again, I don't know that 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 much about the Warcrafts. Um, so the worlds or the Warcrafts. Yeah. But this is the next one. Um, they're doing an interesting new mechanic where each of the, the different classes has a character that you play as. And now there will be a card that is a, another version of that character. Um, so when you play that card, it gives you some amount of armor, but it, it also changes, um, might change your ability as that character as well as have like an effect when it comes on the very field. Cool. So it's kind of like an augmented version of the champion or hero that you're playing as. That's very so cool. that's kind of interesting. Uh, I like how they're finding new, new ways to add a little bit different mechanic into the, the game. They've shown some cards, um, some gameplay, but not, not a whole lot, not a whole lot to, to go on about that. So, and that's an, that expansion's free, right? It, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be free actually. Nice, so and that comes cool. out looks like in August. So, for you CCG folk, that yeah. uh, that's for you. I really need to at some point in time just like grind through 
a little bit of Hearthstone or something and, and try that. Cause I, yeah. I don't know. There's always a part of me that worries, not worries. It's a dumb thing to say, but I've never gotten into a card game like that. And I think it's just because I've like kind of kept them at arm's length because I know I could maybe really get into those and I yeah. have enough damn games that I play. So kind of, that's kind of the thing is you quickly realize like you want to play games kind of, you want to be good at them. But you don't have time to be good at two games. Exactly, you really right? You get to be good at one game. Yep. Whether that's Rocket League, whether that's Overwatch, whether that's Hearthstone, yep. or if you just want to casually play games, there's a, just, at some point a decision has to be made, or you're only going to be mediocre at everything. Yep. And that's fine. But um, yeah, I hear you. And I'm just that's kind of how I am. I'm mediocre yeah. at everything. It's okay though. Jack of all trades, master of none. Right? Yeah. That's I like Both games. Cliche, I like all but, the games. Yeah. Excellent. Um, well, uh, 2K18, WWE 2K18. Some wrestling. Um, comes out October 17th, but it has been announced that it will come out on the Nintendo Switch. That's exciting. So like, that's cool. Um, that might be a game that I would take to go, because it's not always the game that I think I'm going to lay in bed and play. And that's got, like, co-op multiplayer, I yeah, assume. So That'd be fun. I think, yeah, that might be a real fun... Because I did play a little bit of whatever 2K it was... Um, 17 right we were in college i just think thinking back back, sat in the the dorms and played it a little bit so it might be fun to i mean put your switch on the tabletop and bust out a couple joy cons and play a play a play a match or some sort of rooftop party full of hipsters and play some wrestling games i think think i'm just so intrigued by like wrestling's not my jam at all but uh our everyone our discord channel is like super into it it's crazy to me because I don't know. I guess this happens once a week. There's some sort of wrestling event. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone starts talking. It's like a foreign language that I just like. They're talking in English, but talking about things I don't understand at all. It's absolutely it's crazy to me. And it's it's I think it's really exciting, like how big of a crossover there seems to be between wrestling fans and, and video game fans. fans. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely the Venn diagrams touch a lot. Yeah, so. it's interesting. I don't, I don't know exactly why that is. Um, a lot of. Uh, um, wrestlers are very into video games, though, too. That's the other thing is, so there's, uh, I mean, wrestlers with popular video gaming YouTube channels. So it's like, really? yeah, so like they, they're very into that. Um, Rocket League is a sponsor of of uh, WWE right now. So if I went to a live event, um, it, it was a non-televised WWE event uh, last week, but um, they're showing like, they'll have a big commercial where like, they're playing Rocket League, and apparently they were at the the Rocket League uh, championships. That's really um, cool. And they were playing with some of the guys, and so there's a lot of that cross promotion right now. So that's that's interesting. Um, I like it. And actually, I'm going to wrestling on Friday again. So Gee, you've gotten NXT's so, coming back. You've done so Seattle, much wrestling so. in the last like what month? Yeah, that's cool. Well, it comes in swoops. Like they come uh, through, and then they so sure. I guess sure, sure, it's sure. all a schedule thing, and we're on the opposite side of the state of uh, the country that they're based. So, sure. When they um, come here, they come for a while. Yeah, they come here, and you take that chance. That's and, cool. That's um, really cool. I like it. So, uh, Castlevania on Netflix. Yeah. Have you you've watched it? Have you watched, watched the entire thing I yet? Basically watched the, the entire thing. So. <laughs> basically, <laughs> yeah. Like what I I kind of skimmed through it once, and then I actually kind of went back and watched it a little closer the second time, and I'm now on the. Last few minutes of the last episode. Nice. Yeah, I watched the first episode last night, um, and I, I don't, I, I can't say that it did. It, like, it's met my expectations. It's, uh, it's good. It's violent. God, it's violent. Yeah. Um, and like the story is really interesting. Um, I like. I, I don't. I don't know if I ever knew what 
or if there was a story for like the original Castlevania yeah. NES games, SNES games, um, you know, you were just a vampire hunter yeah. hunting a vampire. So, but this is cool. It kind of sets up like why Dracula is bad or sad or both. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and at the very, very end of the first episode, they kind of start setting up, you know, Simon yeah. and, you know, he's, he's hanging out in a bar and, you yeah, know, so they, there's only four episodes out too. So yeah, so it's short. You can watch, and they're only 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. So it's less than two hours to watch everything. Um, and there's already a second season on the way. So yep. there are eight episodes following the next season, which is again, these four episodes barely set up the story. So I think that was a little weird. I, I, they obviously do these things for a reason. Oh, yeah. Um, Netflix has so much, like, data that they, uh, they know what they're doing. But those episodes do go by real quick. Yeah. Um, I think there could have been a little bit more. more. but maybe, maybe it would have made more sense to do, like, six and six or seven and seven. Yeah, and, and, it, and it's a little weird to me, too, that we have this platform Netflix to watch TV on and we're still tying ourselves down to the, the television format uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and making 22 minute episodes because there's eight minute of commercials, but those commercials don't actually exist in the streaming world. I have just so. found that, I mean, cause when you watch like British TV, like they are, they're 30 minutes long or 60 minutes yeah. long because BBC doesn't have commercials either. And so, but I wonder if it's just that, People that write TV They're are so used, used to, to writing, writing you know, a, a three act in 22 minutes. It is a formula yeah. and they're taught to do that. So I think that's part of it. And again, they just want you to watch all four episodes in a row anyway. Yeah, so exactly. They're putting them in consumable yeah. bite-sized pieces. I, I, I've really enjoyed it though. Like I, we talked about it earlier and the only thing I really haven't liked about it is um, I don't like the animation style and that's not its fault. It's just, I'm not a big fan of that kind of, I'm not a huge anime. Fan. Yeah. It's very, it feels very anime. And like we said, we actually had the exact same reaction. It seems really jerky. Like yeah. a lot of, and not all of it, but a lot of the scenes seem very, a lot like, of the actions, they yeah. seem like there's half as many frames as you normally would. Yeah, so it's it, like 12 or 15 frames instead of 24 or 30. Yeah. But, and so a lot of the close up stuff, a lot of the like character stuff, I'm just like, this just looks meh. Yeah. But a lot of the like big, like back drawn out stuff looks amazing. Yeah, it looks it looks like a video game. Like some of the big backgrounds, some of the big, you know, we're showing a city or we're showing the cool castle that Dracula lives in. Yeah. And you know, or the Dracula a bunch of times turns into this giant fire demon thing. Yeah. Like those are really cool. Yeah, some but. of those stuff's real pretty. And uh so the main character or the main protagonist, I guess, is Trevor Belmont. Yeah. Which uh, oh is the, it not Simon? No, I heard Belmont. Just uh, assumed. Yeah, so this is he's part of he's the the remaining Belmont of the the monster hunting family. Oh. Is my understanding of the story, uh, voiced by Richard Armitage, who is Thorin in The Hobbit. So that's a familiar voice if you're also other a fan of other fantasy movies and pop culture. But um, and Dracula's voiced by Graham McTavish, who played Dwalin in The Hobbit. So. A little Hobbit crossover, but some recognizable voices, That's good cool. actors. Um, but he's stumbled into this this town that is recently, I guess they pissed off Dracula. They pissed and off did it Dracula really, really and well. The, the cool thing is though that Dracula is not necessarily he's not necessarily a bad guy. Yeah. I mean he's he's Dracula. He, I mean he. Can't just kill. Oh, people, he murdered but, people. A but, lot of uh, people. I mean that's a bad thing, obviously. But um, in this this uh, Castlevania show is based. On Castlevania Three. Oh, interesting. Dracula's Curse, I believe, from the NES. Um, 
So that game you play as Trevor Belmont, and it's kind of the storyline. So yeah, it was it was interesting because it did the way they set it up. At least, like I said, I've only seen the first episode so far. But I mean, Dracula is kind of a sympathetic character. Like it's, I mean, anything he's doing, and I mean, when you're when you're Dracula and you commit a crime of passion, like that might mean ten thousand people die. Yeah, but at the same time, like he, you know, I'm not going to spoil it because you More really ten thousand. It's the yeah. same reason. So. You really should go watch it um, because it's it's definitely enjoyable, but. Uh, I just thought yeah. it was an interesting way to like start out something where you're making your bad guy bad, but but you're sympathetic to why he's doing yeah, it. Yeah, and and kind of I mean right away, Dracula's not does not seem like the bad guy. He's very likable yeah. in the sense that I mean, well, in the first twenty two minutes of the first episode too, like there's no vampire hunter. It's all yeah, Dracula. It's all Dracula like, I'm like, I didn't so. exactly understand where it's going. And then he ended up in this bar with this strange off color joke about a goat. And you know, it, he, like it literally is like 10 seconds of him at the very end. Yeah. So and I'm not super familiar with the Castlevania franchise games universe. Or anything. Yeah. I haven't really played much. I, tell you, I was a guy with a cool, like morning star whip thing. And I killed a bunch of bad guys. Yeah. That was all I knew. But to me, like, when it started, I was like, is Castlevania, like, did you play as Dracula? Yeah. Like, that was the first kind of question that ran through my head was because Dracula was very much at the forefront yeah. of the opening of this this show. So, but it, it's interesting. It's I think it sets up uh, a good first act to what the next eight seasons yeah. will will build upon. Episodes. So, eight episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, so, Splatoon demo this Saturday. Though Does it have a dumb name? And usually, it's the Splatoon Global Test Fire, right? <sighs> but I don't, I don't know if they actually named it something weird. But it's actually from three to seven Pacific time. It's like a time on a when, Saturday. It's like a time when people are awake. It lasts longer than an hour. Um, I mean, regardless of the time zone you're in, you're probably going to be awake, you know, three to seven Pacific time. So that's what, six to 10 East Coast time. So like that, that actually is a time when people might be awake playing video games as opposed to the, you know, arms one that I think the first one started at 5 a.m. Pacific. So, Um, and the July 15th, Saturday. uh, So I will definitely be playing this. I'm going to sit around in my underwear and just shoot paint everywhere. I'm not. Because I had left my switch on an airplane. <laughs> we can we can get together. We can have a party. A per- we'll only if you're wearing pants. pants. <laughs> like, I will bring my pants to the no pants party. Perfect. It'll be, it'll be a pants party. That's exciting, um, though. That, and that's a free... You don't... I mean, that game's not out yet. Yeah, so you I, I downloaded it on my switch that I do have. And it's not on an airplane. But, Someone may be downloading um, that game on my switch. <laughs> yeah, so you can download it now. Um, so you're ready to play at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Um, on Saturday. That's cool. So I'm excited to try this. I never really played the first Splatoon, but it, it's a very interesting idea for a game, and it was well-received, yeah. so I'm very excited to I've heard to great play things this. about it. I really always wanted to, and uh, just never never quite made it. Like, we downloaded the demo and wanted to try it, and never like, quite figured out on the Wii U when there were these test demo kind of times. And yeah. It looks um, fun, though. It looks really fun. Yeah, and I think this is exactly the game the Switch needs to, to keep going um we just had arms like last month and now we get splatoon and then october we're getting mario so the lineup's just building oh, all amazing these, all these titles are very strong this is going to be a good i got, a good i'm gonna system. have to get a new switch before mario though yeah. like that's a that's a must-have so i really want to play odyssey yeah, it's very exciting to have a good strong library of games that's so cool. far so that's really cool 
Um, last bit of news here. I went to Salt Lake Gaming Con last week. It was a Friday and Saturday kind of game thing. And, you know, I've been to these before. Um, I've been to, obviously, to PAX. Um, Adam went to one in Portland uh, a couple months ago, kind of told me about that. I've been to some RetroCon. You know, I've been to a, a bunch of these. And so I was kind of excited to go to Salt Lake Gaming Con. Like, Salt Lake, um, I grew up there. And it has a, a very a very prominent... Um, game community like there's a lot of games developed there midway had studios there for years <clears throat> excuse me access software um like made all the link games made all the tech murphy games they've been there for decades um but ea has a studio there now um chair software that does a bunch of stuff with epics there um avalanche studios that did all of the disney infinity stuff and just put out cars 3 the video game is there like so there's all of these studios and so i was really expecting and I mean, in addition to that, they've got a great indie scene. Like the University of Utah is, I think, the second, has the second best game development program in the United States. So like Utah, you know, even though it's not a, a huge place and have a huge population, has a, a big game development industry. And so I was really expecting a lot going from this. And so, you know, I talked my brother into going. We bought two-day passes and we're super excited. I took my kid with and we got there and... It was real bad. Um, there were like 90% of the booths were just selling merchandise. So like if you wanted to go buy a bunch of like video game art, you could you could buy, you know, arts and crafts for that. And I love that kind of stuff. Don't get me wrong. But really what I kind of assumed this would be and kind of based on their marketing really thought this would be would be like a mini packs, you know, where you'd be able to go and play 10 or 15 different indie games and, you know, games from these local developers. And while we were there, I think we played four games total and that was pretty much it for the show um but that being said like we were there for maybe three hours like we didn't go back at all on saturday um i did actually play some kind of fun games though uh first one i played was called the cursed revolver which was a you're a, a guy a cowboy with a, a cursed gun that uh, every time you shoot it takes some of your life away and so you have to really balance, but you're, you're trying to escape from zombies. It's all procedurally generated. So every level is, you know, has, you know, a different layout of cactuses and trees and zombies. And, but every time you shoot, you have to give up part of your life in order to kill the zombie. So it's kind of this interesting trade off between not killing yourself, but, you know, not getting eaten by zombies and zombies obviously drop health. And so it's kind of this, this fun balancing act. It's a really, it was a really enjoyable game. I'm hoping to actually get to play it more. Uh, they, they said they sent me a review copy, so we'll check that out. Uh, maybe get some video of that up, but that was, that was really fun. It's an early access called the cursed revolver. You can grab it on steam. Um, like I was saying earlier, access software, um, was a huge, like they were, they've been in Utah since I'm going to say the eighties. Um, they made all the, if you remember the Lynx games, uh, L-I-N-K-S, they were big golf games in like the 80s and 90s. Um, eventually, but they also had the second series called Tex Murphy about a, uh, like a detective that, you know, solved things. Um, the Pandora directive, I think was one of them. Um, had a, a couple other games too. Um, in this, this Tex Murphy series. Um, but, you know, guys that I'd met when I worked retail, like they'd come into my store every once in a while, super, super nice guys. But then they got bought up by Microsoft and Microsoft turned the Lynx games into the Microsoft golf games of some sort and then just kind of shuttered the studio. It, you know, like I guess golf didn't work as well as they'd hoped. And uh, they somehow, you know, like they, they got sold and sold and sold and sold and sold and kind of came out the other side and went to whoever owned their IP and like, hey, can we have that Tex Murphy IP back? That'd be great. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah sure. 
And like, it never works that way. Never works that way. And, uh, but it worked for them. And they're bringing out a game called, uh, another Tex Murphy game called The Poison Pond. We got to try it. It's a VR title. Um, and it was really fun. Um, I mean, all VR titles are, are interesting just because of the, kind of the way they work and and the immersiveness of them but this was this was very exciting it was short maybe we probably played eight or ten minutes of it but uh, i think they're they're looking for a launch of probably next year sometime so that's one to look out for the poison pawn um and then the last one i tried was a game called collide which was a multiplayer couch co-op where you control it's kind of like rocket wars actually that i talked about i think two weeks ago where you control this little ship and then there's just a bunch of different party modes the guy really what he was his the big thing when making this this game was making a couch co-op multiplayer game that had super short rounds. You could just sit down, grab, grab your friends, whether they're gamers or not, and uh, and play this game. And so, you know, there's there's all these different modes. Somewhere you're trying to shoot, you know, the other ship. Somewhere at times where you're trying to defend like the central base. Somewhere you're like in your own little quadrant, and you can shoot into your into the sides of your quadrant and it will shoot other bullets into the quadrants of the things next to you. And so you have to, but then if you shoot those, you can blow those up and like attack back. And we played it. I'm going to say we played four, four different modes. They're all super fun. It's called collide. And the guy told me it was on steam and I've literally been looking for it every day since we got back and I can't find it. So somewhere there's a game maybe called collide or collision. I don't know. Um, that was fun. So I wish I could help you more, <laughs> but like I asked the guy, I'm like, yeah, business cards. He's like, no, no, we're not that big. <laughs> I'm like to have business cards. They're 10 bucks off just to print money. Oh, no. But anyway, it was fun. So there's that. And that's news. News. <laughs> the end of news, but the you know what it's news. time for now. Questions. Q and a right here on the bite me podcast from. <clears throat> Vinny, where your question at? <laughs> Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. Anyway, this question from Vinny, would you like to read it in your Vinny accent? He's taking a big, long drink of water. The, the Vinny accent takes a lot more preparation than you'd think it would. Oh, yeah. If you were on an island and uh, that uh, magically had Wi-Fi and power to run a gaming console PC, what single-player and multiplayer game would you bring with you? Only one of each. What made you choose those games? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Would you like to go first? No. Excellent. <laughs> That's a tough one. And my I think my answer for that probably would almost depend on the day you asked me. Um, multiplayer is tough just because, I mean, I think it, at some point in time that would have been Rocket League. At some point mm-hmm. in time that would have been World of Warcraft. Um, right now that might be destiny two months from now. Somebody tells me it'll be destiny two. Um, but I think, I think from a multiplayer game, it would just be something that, I mean, like, I guess, I guess you've got Wi-Fi, So in theory, I could buy like world of Warcraft and all of its expansions. Right. And, and they're going to debit this from like my coconut wallet money, yeah. I guess. Like, can I, can I, I guess I could choose a, a, a massively multiplayer yeah, game, right? They're, so. they're charging 15 bucks to my bank account. That's still open in the States, not on my desert Island. Yeah. So, you know, something like a, a Warcraft might just be great just because there's so much, much content. Do, like yeah. you could keep yourself very, very busy. Like destiny, like, I mean, I've only been playing that game for like two or three months and I think I'm out of content. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like Warcraft might be a good one, but, uh, you know, at the same time, I mean, a single player game like that's, that's a tough one. Um, cause again, I'd kind of, I think I'd want to go for something long. Like I'm going to be on this Island for a while. Um, 
you know, something I've already played, like Skyrim would be cool. The Witcher 3 would be real cool. That's 140 hours. But then again, something like, like if you, we, Adam played it the other day and I played it like two or three weeks ago. N plus plus. We've talked about that yeah. a little bit. That game's got five or six thousand levels. Um, you know, and you could constantly be trying to, to, to better yourself. Um, you know, actually another one, Vinny actually being the awesome guy he is actually bought this for me on the Steam sale. He bought me Audio Surf 2, yeah. which is a cool game because it's, it has effectively unlimited replayability. You, it, builds you're a little ship that has to collect these other um like colored blocks of a track but each track is actually based off of a music track so you can either import your own mp3s and it'll base a track off of that but audio surf 2 can actually base it off youtube videos too so you can uh, actually choose like any music youtube video and create a track off that and so cool. it's kind of cool because if like if you're you know you're playing like a speed metal song it's going to be super like super fast and super down and super, you know, crazy. But then like, like kind of like ska songs or like, um, you know, kind of reggae that's got kind of a kind of fun because like your, your, your tracks tend to be real bouncy and groovy. So yeah. it's a, it's a cool game. Um, I, I, I've only played it a couple times since he got it for me, but it's really fun. I need to I need to sit down and do some more. I used to, when my kid was born, it was like one of the only games I could play cause you only need to be able to use yeah. the arrow keys. <laughs> and so I played a ton of it about 10 years ago. Oh, um, cool. and two is extra good. So you come up with anything? Single player would be, it would be tough to pick like Skyrim, right? Something big like that, or GTA Five. Oh, GTA Five! GTA Five could actually just be the one game you could play. It could yeah. be your GTA Five for your single player and GTA yeah. Online for your multiplayer. Um, part of me wants to say like Guitar Hero. I don't know. Oh, there's so like, especially if you got one of the new ones with all the DLC. There's, <laughs> yeah, so, there's so much so DLC for that. You could get really good at it, which is kind of what I'm thinking. Like. If I'm stuck with one game, you want to be a master. I'm gonna be. This gives me an opportunity to do something I couldn't do with a big game library, and that's to actually get good at something. One game. So, which brings me to multiplayer, which I would pick probably League of Legends because if I ever got off that island, you can make money. Great. That's that's the only thing that I would be playing. Which could also work for like Overwatch or something. On the so. flip side, like you might not like League of Legends, like choosing a MOBA might be the wrong thing since like what MOBA players burn out at like what 23, yeah. 24. Like maybe like a like an, an Overwatch or like even more so, like maybe a like a Counter Strike or yeah. a CS:GO. You know, a game where you could you might be able to eke that game into your thirties and yeah. still be you know top shelf at it. So yeah. I'm gonna take that chance to get good at something. I, I think I think be. that's it's some game I can get good. Yeah. Maybe 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 I should choose Rocket League yeah. and finally maybe be my Hearthstone. Very slow game, <laughs> but I can do it at any age. Any age, but I'll know. Is every there? There's an esports scene for Hearthstone, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's a good choice. I guess too. the other question is, is like I've got it, I've got Wi-Fi, so can I be YouTubing or like twitching this stuff? Is that how I'm paying for my WoW? Is like I'm like it's does. A, Pay my, the mortgage on that island. Yeah, my, my Twitch stream is like deserted island guy. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yep, there he is playing his 575th day. I mean, Beach. frankly, if I have Wi-Fi, I'm just sending an email to someone like, hey, come get me. <laughs> yeah, look me up. My gamer tag is Beach Body Boy. <laughs> and uh, I play the games. I love it. Play I'll, the game, one game. One, one game, game forever. Well, you get two games. 
Well, I can only play with one with you. That's true. I can't That's play true. my single player game. That's with true. You. God, that'd be amazing. Can you imagine being the the guy who gets to like co-op with the dude stuck on the island? Yeah. <laughs> He's in my guild. It's cool. He's real good. That's <laughs> all he does. I love it. He drinks coconuts and <laughs> <laughs> tries to make a radio out of coconuts. Tries to fix his ship out of coconuts. Yeah. And when he's not doing that, he's playing. Wow. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> Love it. Uh, next question comes from Joe. Uh, Joe is a, a longtime listener and uh, had a question about getting his uh, his kid into gaming. So he's got a 12-year-old, and she's really interested in uh, playing a role-playing game, something that she can kind of, you know, make choices that affect her world and, you know, inventory and that kind of stuff. And he's kind of trying to figure out what what that should be and i'm I'm actually going to put this one on facebook tomorrow because i i've been thinking about it for like a week now and haven't been able to come up with like a really good role-playing game that's also appropriate for a 12 year old to play um you know a lot of rpgs do have mature themes yeah you know they've got and that's good for some not for others yeah this kid's not gonna be playing the witcher yeah um and or even skyrim i mean like you know skyrim is you know it's rated m it's bloody you kill things um not nearly as badly as you killed him in the witcher in which i cut people in half all the time but uh you know and he so he's got a ps4 a wii or a gamecube so this it's a you know we've got a couple years and and his first his first thought was maybe i'll look at some of the zelda games that are on the gamecube because there's a lot probably the same with the wii but it's a little concerned that they're old, you know, like those games are even a, even a Wii RPG is going to be what, five years old at this yeah. point. And that maybe the mechanics aren't going to be as great. Um, and so, you know, I'm like, yeah, I think that makes a ton of sense. But outside of that, I haven't been able to really come up with any, with yeah. any other role-playing games that, I mean, and this is a struggle that I have all the time. My kid watches me playing, you know, both, both traditional RPGs like The Witcher um, or Skyrim or even things like Fallout 4. And he's like, I really want to play a game like that. Um, and, you know, sure, he could go play Mario RPG, but that's a, you know, a 15-year-old game at this point. Sure, he could play. And I've tried to get him into Zelda. And he's kind of interested, but it's not, it's not the same as playing, you know, a new AAA role-playing game so i like i said i've been i've been hitting my head against this for a week now and have not come up with anything um does anything strike you offhand yeah um it did take a while to really come up with some good thoughts um because we we have specific consoles here we're working with too so but i think on the wii you definitely have uh zelda twilight princess and skyward sword um or skyward sword wii u i don't know man i wish i did I think they released a no. That was that was on Wii U. So just Twilight Princess, I think. But um, um, maybe it was. I can't remember. <laughs> but I think Zelda is definitely a good light RPG. Yeah. Um, I don't think the mechanics will be too too bad. Too but bad. Even on GameCube, you have Wind Waker, which was a really people really liked that game. Um. But to me, when this question is asked, like, I wish, like, the South Park Stick of Truth was not South Park, because I think that's kind of the perfect it's style perfect. of game. It's, it's so, um, it's so not perfect, but it, yeah. the mechanics of that but game that would be perfect. that is exactly the kind of game I would, I would think would, would work well. Um, maybe PS4, they recently remastered Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Is that, I think that, I haven't Kingdom really Hearts it, would but, probably be, uh, that's actually really true. It's a little, Kingdom Hearts might be a good game to play with a 12 year old because yeah. I mean, the good news is that's actually a really good point is kingdom hearts is 
kind of dark. Um, it's got kind of this weird, like kind of dark existential, you know, what does the world mean kind of thing, yeah. but it also has Mickey mouse. Um, and so I like, I, my kid's nine, I would totally, and I, I have played uh, Kingdom Hearts with my kids actually when he was probably younger than this. I think I probably played Kingdom Hearts for the first time when he was seven or eight. And so I think as long as you're willing to play it with them or maybe even play it with them to get started, that'd be a great one. It is on the PS4. Um, I've, I love all of those games too. So that, that's a, that's actually a really good idea. Um, I feel like there's probably some good stuff on... I, I guarantee you there are stuff that I'm just not being able to think about. So I'm going to drop this on YouTube and Twitter. I'm sorry, not YouTube. I'm going to put this on Facebook and Twitter tomorrow um, and see what else we can get. Because I guarantee you there are folks out there in the community yeah. that, that have a good idea. So everyone, think about think about what, you would, what you'd recommend to Joe. And uh, let's get him some good recommendations. Yeah. Cool. Next question is from Kevin. I believe you also have a Kevin voice. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> this one's hard. This one's hard to just pull out of my pocket. Like I, I usually can do this one, but not when I I, I forget that I'm supposed to do it. All right, you just say Kevin's name, and then I'll read the question. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> love it, Kevin. So he was curious if you have a favorite genre of video game, and uh, all of them. Yeah, it's hard. It's, I, like, it's, I like a game to be good. It's way easier for me to tell you what genres I don't like yeah. than to tell you what I do. But I would say that I probably I probably go back and forth between like I'm gonna say action RPGs. Like um I do like kind of traditional you know, turn-based games some of the time, but like I'm gonna say action RPG. So think Skyrim, think The Witcher, think Fallout 4. Um games that have those good systems, you know, even Zelda, um, that have those RPG systems where you're leveling up and you've got inventory, you've got spells that you level up and all that kind of stuff. I mean, even Mass Effect is practically a an action RPG. Um but uh but that aren't necessarily like a turn-based mechanic or like super hardcore role playing. And and frankly as I get older I get so much lazier at those systems too. Like I loved that Mass Effect was like, "Hey, do you want us to level up for you?" I'm like, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love I love progressing. I love getting new things. I love getting better gear. I love I actually really enjoy like even like Borderlands where you can say like, "Is this gun better than my gun?" Yes, I'd like this weirdly named gun instead of this weirdly yeah, named what gun. What does it do? Yeah, but I I I'm not a big fan of like managing like the Witcher, the Witcher three, I'm loving, but like the best decision I ever made was turning God mode on that because I just don't care about any of the systems Dang. except like how much damage my axe does right now. Yeah, That's cool. Um, but I love all those, but then at the same time, like I really like like first and third person shooters too. Although, you know, when you start talking action RPGs, like what's the difference between fallout and the Witcher and destiny? Like, yeah. you know, I've got, levels that i'm leveling up you know you go to level 40 and then you start managing your light levels i've got guns that i level up i've got skills that i level up so I, anymore like is action rpg just a genre that encompasses everything yeah i don't know i think it's getting pretty broad yeah these days. so but i mean i also love platformers i also love um a small selection, like I mean, I love Rocket League. I don't, is that a sports game? I don't, I <laughs> I've never guess. quite figured out yeah, where probably where that game. goes. But I don't like play any other sports games yeah. really. But I love. I'm I've, so lately, I've been so into like 
I'm going to say narrative adventure games because um, I hate kind of dislike the term walking simulators, but like Firewatch was so my jam. Um, I love those just like two and three hour, like tell me a story and then I go home. Um, yeah. I love the inside-esque, like I guess those are platformers, puzzle platformers maybe. I don't know. I I love all of those genres. So, yeah. so anything you like that I don't the like? The short answer for Cliff is he does not have a favorite genre. Yeah, I like all the genres, <laughs> but there are a couple I don't like. Um, I do like third person. Persian? Third person. I am Sean Connery, and I like third person video games. Uh, <laughs> That's the worst Sean Connery impression yeah, I've ever bad. heard. Um, third person action open world type game. So... Grand Theft Auto, yep. Infamous, um, Crackdown, uh, Just Cause. Yeah. I really like the first one, Mercenaries. Um, all those games where you're kind of free to explore, Saints Row. Saints, oh. those, those kind of games where... What genre is Saints Row 4? Like, yeah. <laughs> put that in a genre. Yeah. I, I love those games. I didn't even mention those. Yeah. And the, I love those, the, that kind of third-person open world. Yeah. To, yeah. And, uh, but then I also, this m- reminds me, it's like I love open-world games, but at some point like I feel like I've played so many yep. open-world games that I don't like that, which makes me think of Batman Arkham Asylum, which was this third-person action game in a very tight map that was, I mean, it was plot-wise, it made sense. And then the future Batman games, they kept expanding the world. But I think that one worked so well because it was that yeah. smaller I tell you, like, area, the older but... and older I get, like, I look at something like Grand Theft Auto, and I'm like, oh, that's 50 hours worth of game or 60 hours worth of game. And I want to... I want to do it because I love those games, love them so much. But I find myself over and over getting a game like that and putting 8 or 10 yeah. or 12 hours into it. And then falling away not because i wasn't having a great time but just because something new and shiny came out and i'm yeah. like oh i want to try that too you know i get you know i mean at the end of the day even just in games that i just get because of subscriptions and stuff i have you know i'm getting 15 games a month and i really 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 want to play five or six or seven or 10 or 15 of those and so it's really hard to to say yeah i want to put 10 hours into or 50 hours into something. And and I think really what I need to work on is just feeling less guilty about only putting 10 hours into a game. Like I don't need to beat everything yeah. um, that I need to be able to just say like, Hey, I've played this game and I had a great time and I've gotten, you know, five movies worth of entertainment out of this game. And maybe that's enough. And maybe a year from now I'll come back and play it again. Um, which I think is why I'm so into the idea of, kind of hopefully what the Xbox and PlayStation are doing where this kind of backwards compatibility thing will be, you know, hey, maybe maybe five years from now, I'm really going to want to get back into Grand Theft Auto V. You know, that game is great. I never beat it. Let's let's get together and do it. I, You know, I'm only like 25 or 30 years away from ret- retirement. And so, like, if I could just, <laughs> you know, like, people play SNES games today, right? So, you know, maybe yeah. maybe when I retire, I'll just have time to finally, I own all these games. I'll just be able to go back and, and, and play through them all. Like, probably some sort of computer, like, that's actually embedded straight into my brain. Yeah, you can play um, two games at once. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, I, I think the, the reality is I think the answer is all the genres, Um I mean, I, you, I guess maybe that's a better question. Can you think of a genre you hate? 
like you just like if someone said like here play this game it's free that you'd just be like nah I'd rather play anything else Bloodborne <laughs> um, no not you know what I mean like like I said I'm not into collectible card games but yeah. I think I could be you know I'm not a big sports person but if I'm not someone get too deep into a sports game no, but... but I mean like if your your buddies were over they're like hey man let's play some Madden 18 that'll be fun and you had three friends there and you're gonna play 2v2 I mean I don't even yeah. know if you can that's how little I know about Madden but I'd totally do that I used to do that all the time when I was a kid play you know Madden with my brother even though yeah. I could care less about football you know yeah. um I can't think of anything even like oh I'm sorry What's up, Dave? <laughs> We're podcasting. Oh, shit. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Adam, edit this out. <laughs> but, yeah, I, uh, I I mean, even, like, stupid, like, have you ever played, like, the hidden puzzle games where you have to, like, find stupid, you know, it'll give you, like, a, a static room and you have to, like, find crap hidden? That, like, we play them on the airplane all the time. Yeah. Even those are dumb and fun, like, dumb mobile games. I, I'm not, I, there are very few games that I won't. What is Pokemon Go? That's an augmented reality game i don't want it but i bet you there's augmented reality games you would play i don't know <laughs> i don't know like I said, there's a, there's probably a lot of games that i wouldn't play for 10 hours but there's yeah. very few games i wouldn't play for 60 minutes so yeah. i don't know i would never play uh grow up again that was terrible yeah but yeah so anyway we'll uh we'll just play all the games good games are good games yep. and we're going to talk about some cheap and free games because I like cheap and free. The first one's not necessarily cheap, it is but no, it might be a good deal. It's a it's <laughs> far from cheap, but it's an excellent deal. So uh, this was so exciting to me because I've been wanting to get a VR headset for, um, I think, probably every second that's passed since the first time I put on a VR headset, um, which is just about, about nine months now. First time I played it was at uh, PAX West last September. So, you know, nine, ten months. Um I've I've wanted one and the Oculus Rift. The Oculus Rift was originally seven six hundred dollars, I think, and then I'm going to say two or three months ago dropped down to no seven hundred dollars. Dropped down to six hundred dollars, and I'm like, ooh, that's close, but no. Um, and then they just yesterday, well, two days ago, I think, dropped another two hundred dollars off of that. So you can now get an Oculus Rift for the low low price of three ninety nine ninety nine, which you know that when you really pretty cheap. It's pretty cheap, and that's actually cheaper than you can get a PSVR for. Um, it's the same price as the base PSVR, but that doesn't include, I don't believe, your um, move controllers or your camera. So I think if you need all this stuff for, for a PSVR, it's actually $500, and it's, it's a significantly better system. So I, there was no way I could pass that up, and so I bought one last night. Um, I will tell you, if you want to get it for even cheaper than that, like I'm not going to go out and say, like, hey, get a credit card, but... Especially if you live somewhere that doesn't charge tax on Amazon and you don't have an Amazon visa, I paid three twenty for mine because <laughs> yeah. um, they gave me $80 off from getting a visa. And I had to pay tax on it, so I actually guess I actually paid three sixty. But $360 for you know some pretty top-shelf VR is, is pretty amazing, especially if you have a computer that will run it. So I'm super excited about that. I will not get it for like a week or two because everywhere a lot of places are back ordered on them but you know they the same price appears to be everywhere you can get it straight from oculus themselves you can get it from best buy you can get it from newegg um 
you know, with a $400 purchase, I would just recommend it getting it from somewhere that doesn't charge tax in your state. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, save yourself 30 40 or 40 bucks. bucks. Yeah. So, but that's, I mean, like I said, it's not cheap, but it's a very good deal. So uh, it comes with seven games, I believe. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, Eve Valkyrie plus six other games that I don't remember offhand. Um, so I think as soon as I get that, we'll probably start reviewing some uh, some VR stuff too. So I'm, I'm excited about it from, from multiple angles, yeah. being able to actually talk a little bit about VR because... The three, four games I've played in VR are some of the most amazing experiences. Like if, if you have the opportunity to play VR, you know, I was just in Utah and they, I was at, I'm sure there's ones here too, but they had two different places in two different malls I went to where you could just yeah. go like rent VR by the hour or by the minute. Yeah. Just go experience it because it's absolutely amazing. You know, PSVR is great too. play, you know, if you got a PlayStation four, think about, think about that, you know, four or 500 bucks to get that. I mean, it's expensive. It's really expensive. I get that, but you, you know, kind of the, the, the thing that people would say about VR is there are two kinds of people in this world, people who have played VR and loved it and people who haven't played VR yet. Um, it's, it's the most amazing experience I've ever had. And especially if you like, experiences that aren't necessarily like, Oh my God, I'm going to go in and play, play, you know, GTA five for 50 hours. Like if you like the idea of just going in and doing interesting things and interacting with games in ways that you, you've not been able to do before the, the best game I played at, at PAX West last year was a game called Luna. And it was this very interesting, like environmental, you know, you'd start out with all these weird stars in the sky and you'd have to like, stretch like lines between them to make constellations. And then every time you open a constellation, you'd open up another part of this little, like almost micro environment. And the whole thing you were trying to do is like reunite this bird with this turtle. And it sounds absolutely ridiculous, but it was amazing. I played it twice and it was incredible both times. So try, try VR. That's what I would say. Anyway, um, if you don't want to try VR and you might want to kill a bunch of zombies instead, um, Humble Bundle this month has the Capcom Rising Bundle, um, which is really good. Um, it's really good. The top tier price on it is only 12 bucks. Um, and if you pay a dollar, you can get Strider, Umbrella Core, and DMC, Devil May Cry, for a dollar. I mean, if you only want to go spend a dollar, go spend a dollar and get those three games. Um, if you pay more than average, you'll get Umbrella Core Deluxe Edition, Dead Rising 2 off the record, Resident Evil HD Remaster, Resident Evil Zero HD Remaster, and Resident Evil 6. So there's some scary games there in the middle, too. And for 12 bucks, you can get Dead Rising 2 and Dead Rising 3 Apocalypse Edition. So some really good Comcast games um, for $12. Like, that's a bundle that I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to jump on uh, this month. I think Humble Bundle Monthly actually was really interesting this month too it's got uh some basketball game nba something 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 basketball-y sports ball mm-hmm. stuff but then you also get uh, pillars of eternity which looks amazing so dead rising I, great yeah I, i've always wanted to play dead rising yeah. um fits into that third person action kind of open will be and I've never played any of them, and they all, I've been watching uh, Dead Rising 4, a lot of stuff on that, and it, it's not in this bundle, but it just looks fun. Like, yeah, it just, super fun. You know, just stupid and killing zombies. Like, literally, I saw, I was watching Purple Swordfish's stream, and I saw him kill a dude, I think I've said this before, kill a guy with a guitar. Like, yeah, that's it's awesome. the epitome of fantastic. They're super fun, and they've figured out a way to put so many zombies on the screen, yep. and you're just like, you just move, run a lawnmower through them. Like, it's just... It's, it's fun. It's definitely one of the. I'm gonna. I've I've actually been trying to hold back on my humble bundle buying because, you know, I think a new one comes out probably once a week or once every week and a half, and 
you know, if you buy all of them, that's how you end up with six million games in your Steam library. And so I've been trying to hold back, like, because I just can't play all the games I already own. But this one, I think I'm gonna have to jump on because I want to play. Want to play Dead Rising, and I wouldn't mind poking at the Resident Evil games a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Um, I hear six is kind of, it's not as creepy, and it's more kind of a first person-y yeah. kind of game. And six. Resident Evil's were more actiony, I think. Yeah, I heard six wasn't great, but I've always kind of wanted to to try it, so we'll see. Um, and then finally, this is actually something I it was announced today, and I'm super excited about this. Um, EA Access, which if you don't have it, is either for your Xbox, and I'm not sure this is this is maybe specific for the Xbox, but I've actually seen a lot where these also mirror the Origin Access, which is the PC version of EA Access. So thirty bucks a year on the Xbox um, gets you access to <clears throat> almost every ea game that's over a year old yeah <coughs> and uh they just announced that battlefield one which came out last october and uh titanfall 2 which i think also came out last yeah, october I think are, they came around about yeah, a week apart or two weeks apart are both going to be in EA, ea access later this month and personally the reason i'm excited about these is i don't have any urge to play these games online but i really want to play the single player for yep. both of these so Same. you know for 30 bucks which is you know effectively what a quarter of what these games would have cost new at retail yeah you can get i mean it's still i think these games are probably selling for 20 or 30 dollars yep. a piece so for 30 bucks you can get access to both of them plus a ton of other stuff all the um, 17 versions of all their sports games so madden yep. 17 fifa 17 unravel which is super cool um, Battlefield, Battlefront, Battlefront. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront the is in there. Yeah, a bunch of other battlefields. There's Need for Speed in there. There's all sorts of crap. Um, Peggle. I'm a big Peggle person. That's Peggle. free. So uh, if you don't have EA access, like we've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Go buy it now because it's like it's 30 bucks that gets you a ton of great EA games. Um, it's 100% worth it. So that's it. You want to talk Troll Corner? Like I read about this a little bit. Yeah. So. Uh, Dion DiMucci, uh music guy suing Fallout 4 because his song was in their commercials two years ago. And what song was the it? The Wanderer. <laughs> um, I so love this that song. was a pretty yeah, I mean this is a this is a popular song, but so apparently Dion didn't find the subject matter of Fallout 4 to be appropriate for his music. Not even the subject of the game, the subject of the commercial. commercial. However, if you watch the commercial he shoots one super mutant. And There's has, like two super mutants. And he has a dog with him. Yeah. Like, like what's it's actually love? a very nice commercial. That I remember not, seeing this when not, it came out. It was it made me want to play Fallout 4. Like it is not gruesome in the least. Uh, apparently he has some sort of clause in his contract with Universal or whatever label that says he gets to review. Like all his music can be used for commercials or whatever in advertising. However, he gets to negotiate with the advertisers separately. Yeah. And I, I wonder if it's he, he gets to it like gets to negotiate for money or if he just gets to say yes or no based on content. Yeah, I think that's kind of then that's up to the negotiation. Yeah. And he says if he would have seen this, he would have said no. Um this is silly. Uh, the thing that I find absolutely fascinating about that is he's actually filed suit against Bethesda. Yeah. What what I don't understand is uh, this is his label's problem. It's his, and that's what I've got to think. I would think that if you uh, were the kind of, you know, if you 
if you were negotiating with Universal for rights to this music, you'd think that they would have said, like, oh, and hey, you've got to talk to... To this guy. Yeah. And I'm sure that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's why this is just... I This is just such a silly thing to me. I don't even know. And not to mention the the idea that he's suing for a million dollars in damages. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, he's not relevant, and Fallout 4 is so much more relevant. Right. Literally, you'd, you've only actually got gained more success since your song has been in this commercial. And I will be perfectly honest, okay? So he's saying he, he doesn't like this video because it showed multiple murders in a dystopian universe, right? Yep. So The Wanderer is a song about a guy who just like, it's like, it's not a wander because he's wandering around. He's literally wandering from girl to girl. I kiss him. I love him because to me, they're all the same. I hug him and squeeze him. They don't even know my name. Yeah. Like, and he's like, no, 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 this game's too much. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I don't, it's so silly. Yeah. Like, this is just a, it's a WTF thing. Yeah, I just like, don't what? get it. Uh, I, I would not have a problem admitting if his contract was like, but yeah, this is this is not Bethesda's problem to me. Like yeah. I don't. It's it's Universal's problem, yeah. and it's stupid. Yeah, of course I don't know every single technicality of this. Maybe it is. I don't think it is. I'm just I'm frankly shocked that a singer songwriter artist from the '60s would have enough clout or would have signed contracts smart enough in the '60s to still have that sign off sign you know ability. 56 years later, just because, I mean, the music industry in the time when the song came out was such a, I mean, the number of bands that just got screwed by contracts. Yeah. Like literally every, I mean, like Led Zeppelin, I think got screwed. Like how did Dion, whatever his last name is, like have enough, you know, whatever in his contract to say like, no, I can tell you which, which commercials to put this in. He's like a four hit wonder. Right. You know, I can't name any of them until the wander. It's crazy to me. Like I have, I've got, I mean, I was talking to Dylan the other day. I've got a good friend who was in a band. Um, and literally got a phone call one day from one of his bandmates kind of after they'd broken up. He's like, hey, they're going to use our, our – this is 10 years, 15 years ago. Um, they're going to use our song in the, the original live-action Scooby-Doo movie, and we're not getting paid for it. Like that's what I expect yeah. from you know people in the music industry. I was, I'm shocked that he has even a contract that lets him say yes or no. Yeah. So it be interesting to see where this goes out yeah. though. I just I still scratch my head at these kind of things. Like, how do you figure that you lost a million dollars? Which is just like, ridiculous. Just, I mean, blows my mind. I, we were talking about this the other day with the whole Hulk Hogan thing. Like, how much the numbers they come up with? Yeah. it does not make sense to me. Nope. Um, I don't think your life is altered anyway by your song being in this right. commercial. If it had, I think you're entitled to as much money to put your life back to the way it was, which is definitely not a million dollars. No, no, no. And if anything, you should be paying them a little bit I more guarantee because you, you probably sold a couple more songs on I, iTunes. I would love to see, like, I wish there was some, like, massive chart where you could actually see, like, when this video was uh, you know, released versus, you know, plays on Spotify yeah. of that song because I guarantee I you there was spikes. a spike. I guarantee you. So anyway, I mean, that's like the, the guitar hero effect. Oh yeah. Right. It added relevance to bands that no one. Oh, there are so no many bands that I about, only like, had ever heard of because of guitar yeah. hero. And then gave relevance to those kind of one hit wonders from yep. the eighties or whatever, whatever it was like, or just even made me look at a song that I knew really well in a different way. Yeah. And that I like, I really gained an appreciation yeah. for, for a bunch of music that I never, I just hadn't looked for in the right you know, yeah. in the right way or hadn't paid as much attention to their all just kind of background music yeah. for me. So it almost yeah. makes me wonder, like, did he get like, 
if Universal got paid or the label got paid from giving Fallout for yep. this song, did he not make anything from that? Because right. only Universal did, and he's upset because this is a successful game and he Could didn't be. get anything. So yeah. it's like, I don't know. Uh, it'll That's be, all. I'm, I'm gonna keep an eye on this. I'm very interested. Yeah. So anyway, I bet he loses hey, probably. Or now, you know, I you'd like to think that, but they'll probably just settle. Just settle out of, I'm sure, but we'll see. We'll give him. 20 bucks in a Starbucks card. <laughs> 20 bucks in a Starbucks yeah. card. I like it. Anyway, uh, I think that's, uh, that's it for this week. So next week we'll be back. We'll have an Adam. Uh, until then. And an Apple. We'll have an Apple too. Excellent. I like apples. Adam's apple. Adam's apple. <laughs> Until then, uh, you should hang out with us on our Discord channel. There's lots of fun people in there. Uh, a lot of people that ask questions are also the folks in there. So, you know, come in, get the latest scoop. Uh, we just have a good time talking about video games and not video games and, and other stuff. Um, we'd love it if you could go review us on uh, iTunes. Those are very helpful to help other people find out about this podcast if you like it. If you don't, don't go, don't write a review that'd be a terrible idea but if you yep. do like us i mean if you don't like us why are you still here but if you do like us go write a if review you're still listening you probably like us yeah i would hope so we're, we're like an hour and 20 minutes in yeah. so either that or maybe you just hate yourself um but then also find us on all of the social medias at bite me podcast b-y-t-e uh twitter facebook youtube our website, bitemepodcast.com. You can email us at biteme at bitemepodcast.com. And uh, we will see you next week. It's a lot of bites. Right. Maybe one full gigabyte. Ooh, two bites. Hey, you'll bite me. <laughs>